Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Weekly Nightly Podcast as part of the Hockey Podcast Network, Season 3, Episode 10. I'm AJ. I am Carlo. Hey, guys. This is Eric. And this is Dave. And, guys, I want to propose something. Can we think inside the box instead of outside the box in this podcast today? Because these can't seem to stay out of, outside the box. <laughs> That's true. Uh, I think there was the, the last Petrol one, too, is frustration uh was brewing Petra was really frustrated this oh we're, we're recording after the uh the cap or the hurricanes game um yeah well still after the caps game yeah after yeah. the caps game too um but but yeah just for context uh talking about Petro having what three high sticking penalties tonight uh Petro alone uh, Petro had like two i thought yeah. he had three no no it was one the other one was an interference right or oh. something he had the, the double minor that was a double minor yeah game. it was a double it was a double minor and then he had that one where the uh he was i, I think i thought it was a weak call the second one i agree uh, yeah because he yeah they were both fighting for the puck and stuff but it's neither here nor there they tied the game uh he he huge blunder turnover to for that game winning goal my God, I was like, I saw that, like, what the hell was that? Like, it was such a weak pass and nobody was there. I'm like, my God. Yeah, yeah. we've kind of seen something like things like that before every once in a while. But overall, though, man, rather have them than not. Well, I yeah, know I mean, a lot of people out there are going to be just like lambasting him like, oh, he's not worth the money, blah, 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 and crap like that. No, I mean, I, I love Nate Schmidt, but that dude was like, prime for just turning it over right in front of you know vegas goaltender <laughs> yeah, yeah it, this oh go ahead sorry i was gonna say it, it happens to any defenseman just like every goalie has a bad game like if yeah. you look at like you know we were talking about this in on twitter and everybody's talking about it on twitter lately with robin leonard and you know yeah he, he definitely had a really bad game the other night um but he had a couple bad games but there was one that was very specifically pretty bad but everybody has bad games. Like, you know, every single goal. You look at Flurry before he got pulled in the second the other night because he had let four goals in, like, what, like 10 minutes into the second or something? Yeah. I don't even think it was even that much. But, yeah, I mean, it, it happens to everybody, you know. And too many people just instantly react and say, you know, based on one game, that person's amazing or terrible. Yeah, that's could have been worse. You could have been, bid- you could have been Biddington yesterday against Calgary. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I think, uh, I think AJ that, yeah, as we were talking, like that, that's society. Right. But here's the thing, Petro or any demon are going to look bad when a goal happens. Right. It was a bad turnover. Absolutely. Did he have a couple bad penalties? Absolutely. I mean, he is as close to positionless hockey when it comes from a demon, right? Like mm-hmm. Vegas is really, really lucky to have him look what he did in the playoffs. I mean, we t- we've talked about this on previous podcasts, this, the team only needs to be in a playoff spot. Forget everything else, right? Like, you sit here on January 25th, just played their 44th or 45th game, so you're just past the halfway mark. They're number one in the Pacific by not a great margin, but comfortable enough. They're four points up, right, with a game in hand on uh, on Anaheim. And the rest of the Pacific is just shitting the bed, right? So that's good for Vegas. They're doing it with – Stone missing 20 games. Martinez missing 20-plus games. Jack Eichel hasn't played yet. Pacioretty's missed 20-plus games. Carlson missed 10 games earlier or or double-digit games, right? Like, you're doing it with depth and with – I mean, two nights ago, Ron Beard played, or or I guess last night it was Ron Beard played, right? Mm -hmm. You missed 20-plus games from Nolan Patrick, who was finally starting to get his legs under him. He looked really good tonight. So – all you're trying to do is get to the playoffs and that's where Petro turned everybody into, Oh shit. That's right. That's the best demon on the team last year because Mm -hmm. of what he did. So like get on them all you want. I know nobody's going to listen to anything. These idiots say about, Hey, don't overreact. It's, it's fun to overreact. I get it. But Petro's going to be fine. Look at how good of a year Shay's having, right? Like, so it all (laughs) is going to work out and Vegas is, Number one in the Pacific, more than halfway through the year with, I don't know about the most because I haven't done any research. It's not quite as prominent as like 
some of the other sports as far as man game loss, but Vegas has to be up there as far it's, as they're the second. I saw, I saw, I saw a stat on Reddit. Uh, it was they're the second. Montreal is first. Oh, that makes yeah. perfect sense. I remember seeing it from before too, and I, I swear I thought I saw a tweet earlier today that said they were fourth. But either way, yeah. They're, yeah, they're, they're up they're, there. They're, they're clearly in the top, and the rest of the ones that are up there, I'm guessing, aren't in the playoff position like no. Vegas is, right? It does speak to, once once again, hey, I hate that we're a podcast or a group of people that carry water for the McGMs, right? But it speaks to how well of a job the GMs have done at building this team. They yeah. have depth throughout the lineup. Yeah, I just I – mean, I, I put a – yeah, I just put out a tweet just like before we re- started recording. I, I put down the last four goal scores for the Golden Knights. Haig, Howden, Patrick, Amadio. Yep. Th- yep. Those are not the names you normally associate with Vegas. You know, it's they're not the big the big dogs. And that's depth right there. That's depth scoring. Well, you know? going back to uh, to Petro real quick for a second, too, is that like you, you also have to give him a break because he's missed very little games and the games he's been in, he's been huge in for most of this season. Like he'll have a bad game here or there, but like, Holy shit, the guy, how many minutes did he play that one game? Uh, he played season? over 30. I think he played he over 30. It was a career high. He, he had his career high. The Wasn't other, that 35 okay. including overtime or something crazy? No, I think it was total 30 or 32 or something. Or something. Yeah. Like it, it was, it was not, I think of what it was. Yeah. yeah. I remember, no, right, um, like, right at the beginning of the year, we lost Stone and Pacioretty right away. Right at the beginning of the year, and he was one that was carrying the offense. Yeah, that was that was when uh, Petro played all the minutes because we were missing. I think it was White Cloud wasn't playing, Theodore wasn't playing, Martinez obviously wasn't playing, and uh, and Hague was it? Uh, did they say Hague? So it was just our like defense. He was defensemen that night. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The only two regular players that play uh, defensemen that played that night was. Petro and McNabb, and you have yeah. to split them up, you know? <laughs> and um, I think McNabb is one of the uh, – there's only two players, I think, uh, that hasn't missed a game. I think it's McNabb and Colasar that played all, yep. all the games in uh, Vegas this season. I, I think – right. Petro, yeah. Petro's played 40 and uh, 41, including tonight, but he had – I think he had – he was out for COVID. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He missed. Yes. Stevenson's missed one. Yeah, every, I, I think it's just McNabb and Colasar. Oh, uh, Dave, I, I meant to do this earlier on Twitter or maybe yesterday or whatever. I didn't get around to it. But you just mentioned the person that we need to, at some point, give a little bit more credit to. Holy shit. Top line center Chandler Stevenson might be, the out of all the moves that Vegas has made, and look, Jack Eichel can make everybody look silly here in a couple of, as he goes through the playoff run and as he's on this team, right? He's still 25. Quite possibly the best move that the, the McGMs have made is a fifth rounder for Chandler Stevenson, who is a first line center on this team. It's yeah. just, it's, I mean, he's, he's been fit, just spectacular this year for Vegas. He he, he's on hero. He, I mean, he should be one of our all-star representatives, you know, he should have been the last man in instead of, uh, instead of voting for, for Marcy. Marcy. I get Marcy, yeah. right? Like, I, I think he should have been there straight away. He should be the first choice. I think in my opinion, I think it should have been him and Petro. Uh, going into tonight's game, 38 points in 41 games, right? Like he's almost a point per game player on this team that's once again missed how many people, right? He's done it with everybody. To Carlo's point, we talked about, it, I think, last podcast or the podcast before about where he wants to see him when Eichel does come back, right? Like he's doing yeah. it with everybody. He's doing it with um, Carrier on one of the wings. He's, he's been able to do it without Pacioretty, without Stone. He's doing it with Dodonov, right? He's doing it with anybody they put with him, so it's also, him at this point. Yeah. Also, I take that back because there was another another person I missed that played all for all forty two games is Chandler Stevenson. There's three players that played all forty two games. No, he missed game. one because he took a. Remember, his grandmother passed away. Oh yes, great. you're right. Never mind, you're right. Yeah, yeah. I, I I heard the stat on the the broadcast uh, yesterday, and it was just McNabb and Colasar. Yep, yeah, and I just looked it up too. Yeah, through forty one games. He has. He's already set a career high in points, mm-hmm. and his nuts. career high previous was last year. So I mean, <laughs> he, he's he's just getting better with Vegas. Obviously, I mean, look, uh, McPhee drafted him when he was with Washington, so he had a little bit of knowledge of him. But yeah. he's been fantastic. It's. Uh, I mean, just to kind of wrap my point on it is, Vegas is where they need to be. Yeah. Going look, 
Martinez traveled with them. He should come back either tomorrow or not tomorrow, but uh, the next game in Florida or Tampa. Um, Pacioretty traveled with them. He's going to be back shortly, right? They just keep getting healthier. And at some point at the trade deadline, they're going to trade for a 25-year-old first-line center, top-five center in the league, and he's going to get put into this lineup. And they're going to have to trade an injured person and a AHL player for him. They're going to get Jack Eichel back. Um, by the way, uh, just looking back at Chandler Stevenson's stats, that half year that he played with Vegas in 1920, the portion just in Vegas alone was a career high over anything he'd ever done in Washington, just for that half of a year. And then obviously last that. year, yep. last year was even better a little bit, but you know, then this year he's it, two more goals and he's above his career highs on pretty much everything. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, he was buried in the fourth line in Washington. Yeah. Yep. Uh, one thing I wanted to bring up, do you guys think there's the trend of DGK just taking way too many penalties lately? Yes. Yeah. Now, lately, that's why I say lately, because I'm looking at the total penalty minutes for the league right now. They're, they're kind of low on it, total. They have 345 total before today. Yeah, and it's so skewed by the leaders is the Predators. They already have 544. Jesus. I wonder how many of that is is, is maybe some of it fights or anything at the yeah. end. Yeah, they include it's fighting. a little hard to, yeah. to you just have to look at pure minors instead of total penalty minutes. Um, but they said something on the broadcast tonight. Uh first time in franchise history that they've had back to back five penalty games. So mm. it just it's it's not a recipe. For, I mean, look, <laughs> they killed most of them. Or they killed all of them last night, and they killed all but one tonight. So I mean, okay, but it's still not not ideal to take and just be shorthanded because it, as they talked about, I think it was last night on the broadcast. It doesn't let your depth players get into and rolling because it's just real choppy, right? Some people don't kill penalties, so it's just really really tough on what Vegas's strength is, is which is depth. Mm-hmm. Well, before tonight, they had, they were averaging eight point two penalty minutes a game. Yeah, that's yeah, that's that's not bad at all. I mean, no. like it's I think especially against a team like Carolina and I, I understand like trying to keep up with Carolina, you're probably going to have to you'll end up chase, especially when you're chasing, you're going to end up with those frustrating penalties mm-hmm. and stuff. And, and it happens sometimes, but they got to clean that up uh, against Washington. I mean, like it's still bad to take penalties, but Washington is surprisingly one of the worst power plays yeah, in the league that's shocking. it's like it's it's really weird especially when you have ovi like scoring at the pace he is right now by the way oh, people robin are figuring leonard. out his his office right there so yeah can we talk about robin leonard's mask for a second like oh, oh yeah oh, damn yeah yeah yeah. Crazy. i i i think you should keep the mask he's wearing on right now just keep it for the because he played really well uh yesterday so well, you, was, you switch the mask because it, you can't use it anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I hope like just don't fix the other mask. Just keep this mask. I, I know how superstitious oh. those goaltenders are. So he got his first shot out with this mask. So he might actually keep this mask. Yeah. Um, yeah. And one other comment I was going to say about the penalties, though, too, is like Carlo was kind of saying, it's like other teams forcing the issue. We seem to have that happen more often this year is that other teams are forcing their issue, mm-hmm. forcing Vegas in the penalty. Yeah. And, and and it's tough, especially teams like uh, Carolina. Man, you can't you can't do that. Like it, it's, I know I know they felt confident in their feeling confident about their penalty kills, but you know you, you you can't give them those shots. It's it's tough. You can't win games like that. And uh, I, I want to talk about quickly about Nolan Patrick because that move he made tonight amazing but he's been playing really well lately like the fourth line sometimes is our best line (laughs) like that goes out there he was showing flashes of like his his hockey iq before he got covid too like when he came back from that injury maybe three or four games and then you could start to see flashes where he was making plays or trying to make plays and he was getting the timing right then you know finally it's starting to click tonight but like you could see it coming together over the past you know a couple weeks um but yeah. I, I think he's still got a higher upside than a lot of people give him credit for oh yeah he was a second overall pick of course he has a high upside when you saw yeah. his hands and his hockey iq tonight like in a big yeah. way yeah I, I think uh i think him coming on 
along with what Amadio's doing um, and what obviously just all that depth is doing, mm-hmm. we know Vegas is going to have to make a move to, to make room for their, for Eichel, but they're also going to have to make a move because they can't, they're not going to put Amadio or Colasar or Carrier or, or Howden or um, Patrick on the bench and, and, two of those players, two or three of those players would have to sit out. Howden's been really good too. We're not talking about him very much. He's been a lot better than people would have thought for yeah. a, yeah. Yeah. For a yeah. center. He's, he's been really good. Carrier has been also been really, that's why they gave him a shot at the first line. I, I, his performance in that first line wasn't yeah, that great, be, but yeah, he, great. yeah, but he earned that, that, uh, that shot because he's been playing really well in the bottom six. Like hopefully he stays in the bottom six. Cause I don't think top six minutes is, suits him well but you know Carrier I think Colasar uh that Pat, that Patrick goal was set up by Colasar yeah that, that, that effort by Colasar I think yeah, it, was, it was all like, four check it was a great stick check yeah. to get the puck yeah that was fantastic and, and, I mean, and the great you go ahead Andrew I was just gonna say I mean I mean on the plus side there's a chance that at least all these guys playing really decently ups their trade value and maybe Vegas gets something back from somebody yeah, I think so. But at the same time, the other teams know that Vegas has to trade them mm-hmm. and they can just wait for them in the waivers or whatnot. But that's the, true. Yeah, but the thing is, what one of these guys, these depth players are are gonna be an odd like the odd man out. They're gonna have to because they can't afford Multiple, to keep 23. Right? Yeah, they can't afford 23 players on the roster. Uh and even even in the in the in the back end, like Dylan Coglin has played pretty decently and then Hutton has been serv- uh, serviceable, but uh, I, I think Hutton's, I actually I think Hutton's been better than Coglin. I don't yeah. think Coglin had a rough rough game today. He I, I don't I mean he's done some okay. He's flashed a little bit up and down for sure. Yeah, but yeah, like when we have all our six guys, it's it's no question we have our six guys. It's and all six of those guys are capable of playing up the lineup. They they're all top four guys. You know, like uh, Hague. Petro, White Cloud, Theodore McNabb, and Martinez. Those guys are all can play top minutes for any team. Like any of those players, I think, can play like so, some of the bat worst teams. They play like, you know, first, like top pair, I think, in my opinion. Any of those guys. And it's a good problem to have. Yeah, that's for sure. It's like right now, that's why I'm a little, if, Somehow, so we got some of these depth players with us when playoffs come around. I'm a little bit less worried mm-hmm. about, you know, someone being shut down on the top. And then we have some of these guys in the middle that we know are capable of chipping in here and there. This bottom six is going to be, in, especially coming into the playoffs, if everybody's healthy, this bottom six is going to be 100 times better than it was the last couple of playoffs. Seasons. I was just going to say, can, can we take a moment and just applaud once again, Karen, wait for the GMs. Uh, the fact that we don't have a fourth line of just plugs that are only out yeah. there to hit somebody, right? Like we have a fourth line that can actually go and forecheck and, and cycle and actually score. Like it's it's amazing. But yeah, the, the two goals that's tonight. what fans want. That's all I ever hear sitting in the stands is hit somebody. Well, <laughs> they're following the Tampa Bay blueprint pretty pretty much yeah. straight up right now. I mean, if you look at the way that they're updating the bottom six, it's very much like Tampa did to their team. I mean, hell, they might even pull a fucking Tampa with this, the cap situation. Let's, we'll, we'll have to find out, but. Well, look, they, I, they I, lost their entire third line and look how well they're still doing. <laughs> still yep. I, I just think, I just think with 30 plus games left, I don't know how Vegas gets there, especially because they're going to put Eichel in here in the next, it, I think at least a month at the most. No, I, I, I think he plays. I think his first game back, I'm calling it, is uh, February 16th versus Colorado. I think that's his first game back. I can, I can I see, see that, that one, yes. Um, I, I will say, though, the entire week before that. I, I don't think if they pull a Tampa, it's going to be with Eiffel. I think it's going to be with existing players. I I could see them pulling Stone for a while and then pulling Pacioretty for a while. Um. Patrick's already missed too much time. He just had wrist surgery. If you were going to do it, you were going to hold him yeah. out the rest of the time. I mean, how he's injury. <laughs> I mean, everybody's back, and you, I mean, your month of February, or not month of February, everybody back, or hopefully by the month of February, by like March 1st. Uh, three games, four games, four games, four games. So you have, and then one game. So you have 16 games in 31 days in the month of March. You're not going to fuck around with 
putting somebody on LTIR that has to sit out for 24 days and yeah. 10 games, you just because you miss more than the 10 games. I just don't think they're going to do that. I think they'll make a trade. Yeah, the, the <laughs> March is very condensed, man. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. And then you st- and then the other thing, even if you get through March, April is a full slate. Yeah, it's all almost all of April this year. 10, 11, 12, 13 yep. games, 13 games in 30 days in April. I was going to say so, the 30th of April is the last day of the season, isn't it? Yeah. Yep. So, and you have 13 games. So, I mean, you go 16 games, 13 games. So, well, what is that? 29 games and 62 days. Like, I don't think they're fucking around once you get to March. I think they're just going to go with what they have to go with. Yeah. I don't know they're going to move then. <laughs> I, I don't know either, man. It's, I, I think I the think idea. You, I, think you, I, think you, I think you have the answer if you look at the lineup last night. Who was out? And then who went where? Uh-huh. Yeah. Right. Riley Smith. Riley yeah. Smith was out because of COVID. And instead of leaving Dodonov up on the top line, they put Dodonov on the on the misfit, um, line. misfit line. I think that's your answer. I just don't see any other real way. I I mean, Smith is already a rental, right? Like, would I love to keep him? Absolutely. Is he having a great year? Absolutely. Is he original misfit? All the things, right? I just think they went and got Dodonov for a reason. Yeah, hey, and Dodonov, he's much faster than Smith. And Dodonov's already already here next year, and they already have backfilled Smith's penalty killing, right? Like you have people down your lineup that can, can PK. <laughs> Col- Colasar and Carrier uh, penalty killed today. I was and like, you got okay. Howden. once again, I have said yeah, this. Howden. I don't know how many times he led the league in penalty and shorthanded minutes last year. He PKs yeah. right, so yeah. I just think. Well, don't forget about Stevenson too. Stevenson yeah, is Stevenson uh, Stone. Oh, and uh, he's still have Carlson. Like, like yeah, I, Mark. I don't think that anybody expected that Stevenson would be as good defensively either. Like he's been awesome on you know defending and back checking this season I, too. No, I yep. think that was his that was his thing back in uh in, in Washington. He was that's just one of the reasons why we got him yeah, at first. We just didn't realize his uh, upside offensively. Yeah, I it's just, just a two-way forward, yeah. I think Smith goes to the Rangers. I, I, I'm still I, – I just don't see how that doesn't make sense. And then we need to trade for Kessler to get that LTIR space? Well, yeah, because you'll need the LTIR because yeah. I think you can do it with if you just clear the $5 million with how much you've lost or whatever. I think you, you trade, don't bring anything in. You bring either a pick or whatever, a prospect that's not going to play. You go get Kessler – Go use all the LTIR, and then you should be able to make it to the playoffs. And you've taken one person off your your roster. And then, hey, look, I don't. I still been, don't understand how that works. Like, <laughs> he's, he's been fantastic. I don't want to trade him. I just don't see. Look, guys, at some point, the salary cap is there for a reason, right? Like, yep. it's been fun. We can try to figure it out, but I just don't see if everybody's healthy. What they do, they can't just. And, and I think guys. even if COVID wasn't a thing, you know, the cap still wouldn't have been high enough. Well, I, yeah. I, I'm just saying, I, I don't understand how the Kessler piece works with regards to the legalities on like the actual cap, because you don't accrue LTIR, but I know there is a benefit in trading for an LTIR contract. Uh, as Carlo just said, look what Tampa's done every year. They've yep. yeah. traded Toronto does it too for dead people, literally yeah. like people that Toronto, haven't played in the eight, league in years. Teams have been doing it since the cap came became a thing. Yeah, remember yeah. when we traded uh, David Clarkson's yeah, uh, contracted to Toronto, Toronto just for just for well, I think we got an asset for it. It's because so the, so they can go over the cap using the LTIR because if you have that amount of LTIR, you have that kind of it's kind of like basically an extra buffer for your cap space. Basically, yep. it gives yeah, you a little it isn't buffer. the thing you have to fit them under the cap for a day or something. Like there's something weird about it. That, like, well, here's the thing: it, it won't matter because you're not trading for somebody, so you don't have to be cap compliant. I think what I think how that works, AJ, is you have to be cap compliant if you're bringing somebody into your roster. But they're not bringing anybody in because they've already been cap compliant when they are. So if they trade Smith out and bring Clarkson in, they're already in LTIR. He doesn't have to fit because he's on LTIR. And if they get a pick or a prospect back, it won't matter. I think if if that's how I understand it. Yeah. Somebody else can read it. It's going to be fun to think about, but Vegas will make a trade at the deadline. They're not just—they can't just stand pat. What, yeah, the deadline this year because it's weird. It's in late March. It's the twenty-first, I think, of March. No, yeah, it's I the, think you're right. Twenty-first, I think it's twenty-first yeah, of March. And I was listening to Thirty-One Thoughts the other day, and they were talking about that the general managers actually before 
before the uh, Olympics got not canceled, but before the NHL's participation got canceled, uh, a lot of GMs were actually talking about that uh, that All Star break as a a soft deadline kind of for them because you know they have that they didn't want to make it they wanted to make a deal before the the break so they can in, integrate and stuff or whatever and they were talking about that i don't know if that, that's still a a case right now because you know they actually scheduled games now on on that gap but uh we'll see if they're gonna try to make a move before uh before february or around february so i got a question for you guys Based on the standings in at least one of the conferences, right? The Eastern Conference is pretty much set. You know who the eight playoff teams are. Do you think that will affect the deadline and make it less likely? I mean, I'm happy that Vegas is actually going to be sitting out a deadline. There's yeah. nobody Vegas that needs to go get. Like, it's not going to be fun. Oh, you but say that I, now. <laughs> I, yeah, you never know. I mean, I, if, you, if you look at the wild card, I mean, Boston's in the second wild card spot um, with 50 points, and the next closest is Detroit, eight points back with three more games played. I just, I think, I wouldn't even be biased enough to say Detroit had a chance to make the playoffs. Okay, thank you. I, I didn't want, I didn't want to offend you, Dave. I, very good. Thank you for saying that. So I mean, hey, I predicted them. I predicted them seventh at the beginning of the year. So yeah, this is golden. Your Eastern Conference is set. Your Western Conference, only because right. of the Pacific, is a little bit open, right? Here's what I'm going to say about the East. You're going to want teams that are going to try to avoid playing each other in the playoffs. There could, Depending on what kind of cap space, what kind of deals they can make, you could have like a little bit of an arms race trying to build up, trying yeah. to boost their position to avoid each other, especially in the Atlantic. Because you've got Florida, Tampa, and Toronto there, sitting there, and somebody's going to be out in the first round. And, and a lot of these – the And, and Boston. These, yeah. yeah. And these teams are – on the deadline, they're not making a trade just to make the playoffs. They're making a trade for the playoffs. They want to add players for their games in the playoffs, you know, yeah, but to compete Put it this the, way, Carlo, if, yeah. if, uh, if Vegas were in any of the three other divisions and they had all played the number of games Vegas has, Mm-hmm. There's a very like a ninety percent chance they would not even make wild card in either either conference. Yeah, I mean, you 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 play who's in front of you, man. You're it's it's what's set up. I'm or sorry. They make wild card for, for the West still, like and yeah, it, yeah. I mean, holy, holy crap, the Pacific is terrible. <laughs> it's bad. It's I think it's here's the thing I think about the Pacific. I don't think it's like there's just a bunch of mediocre teams. There's a whole and then Seattle. While, while in the East, there's a bunch of really good teams and a bunch of really bad teams. Yeah, there's nobody in the middle. In, in now. There's no there's middle the in the East. Everybody in the Pacific is in the middle. Yeah. While, the Atlantic you know, is just hilarious. Yeah. Calgary has six games in hand on us. Yeah. You yeah, know, everybody's, I mean, they, everybody's they, mediocre. They, they've handled some Eastern Conference teams when they played them, too. They've handled yeah. them. But if you look at the East, they have, you know, they, have, they have Ottawa, they have uh, Montreal, you know they have they have really bad teams there. I, I hate Buffalo. the the COVID cancellation yeah. though, because like it's it's really fucking with the everybody's perception of how good certain teams are. Because like Dave just pointed out, like Calgary has what six or seven games in hand. Um, six. Yeah, so six games versus Vegas. So does Edmonton. Granted, Edmonton could win all six games and still yeah. not be where. Oh Vegas my god! Uh, if, if Calgary won all six of those games, they would be three points ahead of Vegas. Yep. But not not oh. Edmonton. <laughs> oh my god, Edmonton! Forget COVID cancellations. Just look at how goofy the the schedule is. Florida is twenty one and three at home. They are seven six and five away from home. Like their back half is all going to be on the road, backloaded, right? Like Ooh, that could be bad for their them, huh? Yep. It's yeah. the same. To be honest, it's the same story with Vegas. Like Vegas has been really good on the road this year, and and then they've played a lot of home. No, games but Florida hasn't played much at home. No. Yeah, they're eight. Six, oh, seven. oh, for, or, or, or away. I mean, um, they played. Yeah, yeah no, it's the same with Vegas. Vegas is back, like is backloaded in away games. Most of the games coming up are away. A lot of their home games already happened. Yeah, yeah that's 20, true. Yeah, they played twenty. They played twenty-five of their forty-one home games already, so they only have yeah. sixteen home games left. Yeah. Yeah. Um, at the same time, though, even the away games that are happening on the back half of the season for Vegas are much easier teams than a lot of others are facing. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I think, I think 
I don't want to be biased here or anything, but I think Vegas is making the playoffs. That's not the question here. It's just apparently the Hurricanes have had the easiest path based on other teams' points percentages that they've played so far out of any team in the league. So we could see them start losing a couple games here or there. I still think they're one of the best teams, but I don't think their stats will stay like, you know, ridiculously like no. Are they still single digit losses? Yeah, they have nine. Well, regulation or total they have 11 11. okay to uh to aj's point to aj's point on uh vegas road the the back half in february vegas plays four road games not a single team they play against is currently sitting in a playoff spot edmonton calgary san jose and arizona but calgary's in the playoffs now that's Uh, in middle march right oh shoot you're right i forgot la hey hey listen listen words matter not currently I totally, okay. yeah, I totally forgot LA passed though. No, yeah. Dallas passed them for the wild card. I mean, talk about in the Pacific. In the Pacific. Well, the Kings oh, are in Pacific. third place right yeah. now too. So yes, they did yeah. pass them. Yeah. Oh, you also got at some point for Anaheim, you got John Gibson's blow up coming. At oh, some yeah. point every year, he goes terabad for 15 games and it's coming. Or gets hurt. He's already starting. So who's, who's going to be in the Pacific, man? Like, do do Calgary. we want to be second place in the Pacific so we play a Pacific Division team? Yes. Yes, <laughs> I, I mean, my gut instinct is going to say it's me, Calgary. Yeah, <laughs> realistically, I think you would rather have that. Um, I think it's going to be if I'm picking the Pacific, I'm only picking three once again. I, I, I think that the Central will put five in. I think it goes Vegas, Calgary, Kings. I think the Kings are the team that holds on. San Jose just lost Eric Carlson for multiple yeah. months. Um, Edmonton just I mean you can't keep throwing your goaltenders under the bus and expect your team to play for you that that thing's about to come off the rails um Anaheim I just don't have any real confidence in them I'm sorry um and I just think Calgary has the best of both worlds right like they have good um Markstrom has been really good Markstrom yeah they have good goaltending right coaching very good forward play and they'll make a move Mm -hmm. it like right now, like in the playoffs, if if the playoffs ended today, we play the Wild uh, in the first round. Well, we played them in the first round last year. Look, yeah. I'm done. I'm done being scared of that team. And yeah. I'm done. Listen, I'm probably I'm not, I'm one not. team. There's one team in the league right now, or one team in the West that you don't want to face. Just once, and yeah, that's Colorado. Colorado. And Colorado. anybody yeah. else on no, no. With, with Vegas's that da- what what Vegas is going to have by the time the playoffs start? Fuck everybody else. Colorado and the if you can figure out that as a Western Conference final. <laughs> that's that's if Colorado fun. gets past the second round. But well not only that's that been, that's been their that's been their doorstop right there. So not only that, but I will say I actually want to see Vegas play the teams that will give them adversity that they see as being their Goliath versus them being David. Because every time that they have a team that they go up against where they feel like they're the little guy. They seem to play hard. Like you watch them versus like Minnesota. They were just like, fuck this. It was, team it was like pretty even. I thought they but, were even. But then, but then Colorado, they were every, like all the newscasters were like, oh yeah, like this is Colorado's game to lose. Like there, there's no way Colorado's going to like lose this to Vegas, blah, blah, blah. So like, hey, fuck that. I'm going to go and win the series. And then they oh, play I like mean, the shittiest did. team in Montreal and they're like, oh, we can't figure it out. I mean, they did start out 0-2 against Colorado. So, I mean, the most sportscasters. I mean, most yeah, first, they, we even yeah. had our own fans. Remember, I especially that one, I was giving a lot of shit to. I was like, this series isn't over. Bitch. Especially a game one, because after the game one where they they, they got blown out. Yeah, they, they, they put Leonard out there to be a sacrificial lamb because Vegas just came out of seven-game series, really tough against Minnesota. And then people were like, oh, le- look, look what you do. To, like, look what Leonard does. He allows seven goals. I'm like, stop it, guys. <laughs> it's, yeah, um, you had a very tired, very tired Vegas team playing. Exhausted Colorado team. And then I think that game two, I remember that game two. I think Vegas should have won that game. I think mm-hmm. uh, I think they, they played better in Colorado. And then Vegas just took over a series after game three. Yeah. Yep. Uh, it was after game two. And I said, this, this series is definitely not over what i said no because you you saw like flashes of where they were headed in the next game and you're like all right they're gonna take over the next game real big yeah Um, just give me that as a western conference final with eichel versus mckinnon uh just sign me up yeah i i wanted the mcdavid versus eichel but 
but fucking Edmonton, man, can't get out of their own way. Uh, I really want, yeah, I wanted that as a playoff series. So when we got Eichel, I was like, holy shit, the first first round pick versus second round, uh, first overall pick versus second overall pick in a division. We see that in the playoffs all the time, but fucking Edmonton. Yeah. You'll get to see it, hopefully, uh, as you were looking. I think they have a, a, a game against them in, when, uh, in when, March. When Edmonton gets traded to the Kings. Oh, he's I'm talking about playoffs. I'm talking about playoffs. No, I got you. No, no, no. I know, <laughs> but you, you'll get to see McDavid versus Eichel. Um, I don't think he'll be back for the February game. Um, they don't play him in March, so I think they play him in April on the road. So yeah, it'll I keep mixing up what game. my spring break is. I keep thinking spring break is in March, not April. Oh, so I know uh, that week. I want to make. Oh, I want uh, to make a, that road trip. It's a Saturday afternoon game, huh? One o'clock Saturday afternoon on the sixteenth of April. Hey, DLC. Uh, speaking of stuff that's coming up, um, All-Star Games coming up next weekend. Oh, yeah. And it's crazy because uh, it's all, the All-Star NHL All-Star on Saturday, right? And then the, the NFL Pro Bowl on Sunday. What, yes. what days of skills is that, Friday? Friday? Friday. Yeah, Friday. Friday night, 4.30. Uh, All-Star Game, I think, Saturday, either mm-hmm. noon or 1. And then, yeah, Pro Bowl. So it's going to be a... Stupid week in here in Vegas. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm still going to go to the Fan Fest on Sunday, too. Oh, is the Fan Fest after? Well, no, it, it's the entire weekend. It starts, like, on Thursday and lasts through Sunday. Yeah, it's a... It's oh, a I forgot to get tickets to that. How much are the tickets for the Fan Fest? I don't know the well, game is, like, $100. It was, like, like, it was like 15 right? bucks or something like that. 12, 15 oh, bucks, totally, yeah. down, totally down to go. Yeah, I, I got mine for Sunday. I got two tickets, so I haven't even asked anybody yet, so... All right. Oh, like, I can... Bum one from you, uh, buy one from you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll, see. we'll see. Uh, but yeah, but I think I wanted to go to the all star game itself, but it, didn't you say it was like $200 or something like that? Well, you it there's lots of people who are saying that price has been dropping, okay? Like, I think once they actually go on the public, yeah, because yeah, because I don't know how much the sales are, so yeah, it's gonna be a fun weekend. I don't know, I don't know if I actually want to go to the Pro Bowl. Uh, Pro Bowls are normally freaking. I don't know. It's boring. It's very boring. The Pro Bowls, like, I got to give it to the NHL there. At least it's a kind of like the three on three uh, is pretty entertaining, especially if you compare it to the Pro Bowl. Because yeah, Pro Bowl is just. They need to just really change boring. Pro Bowl into an all star game somewhere in the middle of the season, like everybody else. Yeah. This, that's another thing about the Pro Bowl is because there's nothing really. Well, it, no, it's like, hey, well, everybody yeah. here is literally a loser. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. They're already losers. They're not going to the Super Bowl. Because the only, the only two teams that don't show up are the ones that are in the Super Bowl, right? Yeah. They used to have it yeah. after the Super Bowl. Yeah. Which is yeah. still dumb, though, too. Because yeah. then everybody's like, all right, well, the season's over. Nobody cares anymore. Right. So, like, do it with the guys plan their vacations and stuff. Yeah. Fuck this. I don't want to play. I don't want to get hurt. Yeah, do it in yeah. the middle of the season, right? Like, like everybody football's else. Little, football's kind of complicated because, like, they, they, I guess you can do it in the middle of the season, but I don't know if the players would want to. Yeah, agree. the player. I don't think the players would want it. I don't think either side would agree with that. Yeah, yeah, it's football's a little bit complicated because it is very. I understand. Like, uh, it's really tough on their bodies. That's why they play once a week. I know yeah. hockey's even tougher. It's crazy how tough hockey players are, but yeah. But yeah, I, I mean, I think, uh, Dave, what you were saying about the resale and stuff, I think there's a lot of people that are BGK season ticket holders that got access to it with the sole intention of being like, oh, I'm going to sell this and make a ton of money. And now they're realizing that, you know, because of COVID, that's probably not going to be the case. Yep. Well, you, yeah. you get a lot of cases that this year, too, it's like people complaining about, oh, I can't resell my tickets, which I understand. I, I do sympathize. But man, eventually these ticket prices are going to go back up again. And the market will rebound and people who are yeah. dropping a lot. I have a feeling they're really going to regret it. Yeah. I don't yeah. have any problem with that. Thanks Eric for having good seats. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys, if you guys, uh, I kind of love how Eric just like puts a thumbs up. On it. People, people won't see it, but it's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, Eric and I sit in, in, you know, front row. And so obviously those are more sought after tickets. So it's easier to yeah. sell them. Um, like it, it makes it easy. I, I haven't been going much this season because I've been in the middle of buying a house. But um, now that Eichel's coming back, I'm definitely going to go to a bunch of games on the back half here. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. I re- I really got to go to a game with Eichel on it soon. So, well, like I said, I just, I just hope it's I hope it's February 16th at home versus Colorado. No, that no, no. Be- 
you gotta give him some warm up games before you give him to the big dogs. So he was like two games before that. That's know? what the well, conditioning fit in Henderson. He's gonna start on the third line, and he's not going to Henderson. He's gonna start he's on the third line. Henderson. <laughs> he wants to go play Evander Kane since they were old teammates. <laughs> Oh wait! Hey, Evander Kane's about to be uh, in Edmonton or, or yeah, Washington. Oil. If, oil. if the league comes out and says there's no more supplemental discipline for him going to Canada, <laughs> Edmonton will sign him that second because that's going to save them. He's really going to help their locker room. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I know this is a Vegas Golden Knights podcast, a fan podcast, let's call it. But like, what the fuck? How has nobody been fired in Edmonton? Like still. It's nepotism. <laughs> it's straight up nepotism it's straight up nepotism carlo is a hundred percent correct i mean uh-huh. if you sit there and look at it they have the entire 20th whatever century we're in 21st century just all only hired dipshits that know somebody that are connected to the old oilers teams that won stuff that's it i mean there is look well ken holland was part of that yeah but he's still a good old boy from from the NHL, yeah, I don't know what they actually won. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's it's I don't know how Edmonton. Look, you have two of the top five players in the league, and you've had them at undervalue, and they're in their prime, and you're gonna have one playoff series win for for it, yeah. like, and that was and in the- his what. Second, okay. sophomore. It was a sophomore and year. And the way the rest of those contracts around them are built, they're not going to be able to add much depth at all. Oh, no, they're but. fucked. They're, they're, they're fucked. I mean, once again, I, I know AJ kind of mentioned it. We don't need to go down this stroll, but it is. Every week. We talk about it every week. It's crazy. It's, it's crazy because they lose the Koskinen money after this year, but they already backfilled that with Darnell Nurse overpaying that fucker. What? So, Darnell I mean, Nurse? Is getting paid as much as Seth Jones. <laughs> Not, well, I mean, they're both bad. But no, I know. And they're both getting paid more. That's the joke. Yeah. Yeah, more than Petro. They're, right, yeah, they're both they're, of them are getting paid more than Petro, and people complain about Petro's money. Petro's actually a pretty damn good deal, in my opinion. Nine point two five Petro, eight point seven, I think, is what. Eight point eight. Okay, and forget everything else because you get Shea for 5.2. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And, and speaking of Shea, there were people, like, you know, when people talk about who are we going to move, there are people t- saying, like, hey, we should trade Theodore. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. That's like, <laughs> why would you trade Theodore? That's I mean, so you got, like, two first-round picks then, maybe. No. You got him for three more years beyond this year. You have him this year and three more years at 5.2. Or 5.2, and he's one of the – like, look at his season. He's under – like, having a re- – like – because you know Makar and Fox, and they have all those other guys. But Theodore's having a really good season, buddy. Makar, <laughs> I, I, I Makar literally. I think if you're starting a franchise right now, Makar might be one of the top three players you take. Yeah, I yeah. think you'd go. I think you'd go uh, McDavid, obviously. Okay. Uh, Matthews, Math- Matthews, yeah, or and then Makar, right? I, that's what I'm saying. I think he yeah. might be three. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm I mean, honestly, Cannon, I, only because of age. I'm taking him over Eichel only because of um, injury concern, right? Mm-hmm. You just don't know what he's going to be. I, I honestly, I'd take him over Matthews. I don't yeah. take him over Matthews. Matthews, Matthews yeah. is guy, anybody that sleeps on Matthews. Like, look, if that's a Toronto bias or whatever you want to call it, guys, Matthews is one of the best. I mean, he might be better than McDavid because Matthews plays defense. Yeah, and Matthews is fucking elite, guys. It, his goal scoring rate in, in some fashion, I can't remember what it was, was higher than what Ovi's was when he first came in. Yeah, and, and Andy, Andy's two way. He's the only one out of those guys that actually mm-hmm. freaking back check. Yeah, yeah even McCarr, even McCarr, even McCarr doesn't back check. Yeah, but <laughs> is basically a freaking goal forward. Come on. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Look, look, I, look I'm taking I'm taking McDavid, obviously, because best player in the world. Ben Matthews. I don't know that there's many players other than Makar. Like, I'm taking him over McKinnon. I'm yeah. taking him over Drysidle. I'm taking him over Eichel. I mean. You know, uh, you'd, you'd think, though, like, with how fast McDavid is, that, like, he, you know, play a little more defense. None. <laughs> no. He just doesn't play. Zero defense. Like, nobody like, in this team. I'm going to score a goal and then get off the ice. Here's the thing it. about that team. Nobody in that team plays defense. Not even the defense <laughs> plays defense. <laughs> I mean. Funny. But no, going back to Theodore, okay? 
Theodore right now is 30, 30 points in 39 games for a defenseman. I know it's not Kale McCarr, but that's fucking good. <laughs> I get it, but Kale McCarr is a different I, I know. Breed. This is not about Kale McCarr. It's about he, Shea Theodore. He, he. <laughs> but Kale McCarr and Adam Fox, both of those. Oh, yeah, Adam Fox, too. It's yeah. very good. You know, and you'll obviously you have uh, Hedman, uh, also very good. But no, I'm, Theodore is having a good season, and people wants to tra- people want to trade him away, which is just ridiculous. I just think that 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 narrative started when the Eichel deal was right there. Remember when it was, and he did yeah. have a slow start. And you, yeah, I mean, he he definitely look. I on this podcast, and I'm sure Buzz is around, can go back and listen to it. I 100 percent have have bagged on Theo's start. He had a not a great start to the year, but that the whole narrative started because it was Tucker Theodore, and a lot of people were like, "Look, you have." I mean, look realistically, forget the two players. What does Vegas have more at at the NHL level? more goal scorers or more defensemen that are, that are good. Right. At that time you had Haig and white cloud playing on your, on your third mm-hmm. line. It made sense that the talk could have been around Theo to bring Eichel instead of tuck because tuck does what you need him to do. Obviously I, they made the correct decision. Theo yeah, is the much better I, player. That over- I thought, yeah. I've always thought it was going to be tuck because of the Buffalo yeah. connection and the fact he's that he been, was also injured. He's yeah. Been, he's been a point of per game too. He's been he's a point per game player. He's been great there. Yeah. I'm, ha- I'm happy for both He'll of them. He'll probably be the next captain. Yeah, I can see that. Ooh. I can see that. Talk, talk. talking Buffalo. Oh, talk. oh yeah, 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 for sure. And um, and and uh, and the talk, the thing about talk is he's getting first line minutes. He's their first line yep. right winger over there, and he would he would have never gotten that chance here because of Mark Stone. Yeah, I, I posted a stat the other day uh, that I noticed. Um, in eight games with Buffalo, and this probably changed since um, I'm sure he's played again, but um, the other day in eight games in Buffalo, he had eight points with three goals and five assists. Cody Eakin has the same stats, but it's yeah. 35. It, but don't compare it to Cody. Cody Eakin is our original first line center. I get can that. We, can we not <laughs> talk about the human anvil? I just noticed it because. Yeah, they, they had the exact same goals and assists, so I was like, huh. Yeah. But Tuck did it in eight games. <laughs> yeah, Alex Tuck, Alex Tuck now has 10 points in 10 games. Three goals. Hey, how, how, how about Krabs getting his first two goals the other day? Oh, yeah. yeah. Those are beauties, too. I, I think it was a good move for everybody. Um, yeah. It's, Krabs wasn't going to have the space to develop here. Tuck was not going to get enough minutes to produce as much as he wants to. And it's, Eichel gets a change. It's going to be the same as the Pacioretty trade, where both teams really – Win. Yeah, I mean we're gonna okay. we're gonna get a lot in that play. instance, yes, where both teams win. Yeah. I just think that I mean people forget that if you run your any any advanced stats, right? Any in advanced metrics, Eichel was the best player for, for goals above replacement from 2015 to 2021, right? Like yeah. In the entire fucking league, including McDavid and Matthews and all these people we just talked about, yeah, he was but, number one because he played on such a shit team and just how, how he did. Like, he is a top five center in the league when healthy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, 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 there was one argument I saw the other day, too. That like Somebody was arguing against Eichel. Uh, he's like, well, he's a minus 69 for his career. I'm like, did you see the shit? Do you know who the team he plays for? <laughs> <laughs> and, and I think, honestly, that's pretty nice, so. Yeah, I, actually, you know, you know what's, no, what's crazy? Nice. I, 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 got you, I got you there, AJ. Uh, Dave, what you should have done is just agreed with the person and immediately just – if, if oh, it was I didn't media, reply. I just laughed and just – Okay, of, I would have said, hey, no problem. I completely uh, – that's a very good opinion. Block, mute, be done with it because no. that person has – I just laughed. Anybody that uses plus minus for any sort of indicator, throw it out, guys. Doesn't matter. Something else to laugh at too. Somebody else replied later. I was like, "Yeah, they're they're hyping him up so much, and this is a guy I've never even heard of, and I've been watching hockey. Cody, like, been watching hockey for how long? Uh, that, that's on you. Well, here's here's my thing though. I don't block people because they know it. I just mute them and just ignore it, like, and just pretty much ignore them because they don't know I muted them. So just they keep trying to reply and stuff. And yeah, I, just, I, I, I didn't <laughs> reply. I just I just laughed. I'm like, yeah, that's the laugh I needed for today. <laughs> You know, so it's, it's, if, go ahead. What was your point? 
You know what? Right, what's interesting though that I'm hoping we see with Eichel here because he has better line mates is that he's doing more of the shooting and less of the passing. Because you look at his stats that are very assist heavy, um, except for uh, I mean every every season pretty assist heavy except for the 1920 where he had 36 goals, but. All the other seasons, he was like feeding Skinner most of the time, right? So like, uh, yeah, he can do both. That's what's great about him. No, but but that's the thing is, hopefully we get we get to see him score more because he's gonna have better line mates. Yeah, and I mean his line mates can like can shoot and score too. Yeah, I mean pass. I mean pass. He's and he's he scored twenty four goals his first year in the league. Direct. I mean, his his draft year, right? Like he goes 24, 24, 25, 28, 36, and then he was injured, obviously. 36 goals to, to AJ's point in 68 games. 355 points in 375 games. I mean, that's not like jump off the page, right? Point per game, obviously, but he played on some really bad teams and he was always in the NHL. He never played. Yeah. He, he was straight to the NHL. He never played mm-hmm. AHL, anything. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he's over a point a game player when you look at like the details of like his later couple seasons. And if he comes back playing like he did in 1920, then Vegas won that trade by a ton. I, 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 I think, yeah. I mean, if, if you just compare, but like, wins and losses on trades is people just value like whatever. But if Buffalo gets really good production from Tuck and Krebs, I think they win too. There's like both teams would win. I mean, yeah, yeah maybe I mean, Vegas. Yeah, and they had to get rid of Eichel, so you got to put that on account. You got to take same thing with Pacioretty, and I'm sure that's the point Dave was going to make. Right at some point, when your captain goes to you and says "fucking trade me," you it's very it's very difficult to win that trade. If you get anything for it, it works, right? Like they got a player that wanted to be there, and and Alex Tuck, and a good young prospect. It worked. Same thing with Montreal, right? Like when your captain goes to you and says, I'm fucking tired of being here. Get me the fuck out of here. You can't win the trade. And Vegas on the bright side has been that destination for players wanting to go there. We are, I know Carlos yeah. joked about it. We are collecting. They're trying to make 23 captains an actual thing. We're <laughs> just collecting captains, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Dave, what do you think about Vegas trying? picking up Dylan Larkin? <laughs> yeah, Larkin's next. Check, all that are happening anytime soon. I'm <laughs> hoping Barkov is next. You know. <laughs> hey, by the no, way, we'll, I, no, we'll get the bad ones. We'll get the the Zidane Chara on one year. We'll get no. the John Tavares. <laughs> no, his prime. that's not we'll that's, the... that's not how Vegas does it. <laughs> you know who I would take though? Tavares is last year. You know, isn't uh, Bergeron a cap captain of the bees this year? Right, because Chara's on the Islanders. So I would take him. Yeah. Yeah, well, he's he's up there. Dude's like forty, though, and he's together. still one of the better two-way players in the league. Um, but oh, the 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 big rumor is Bergeron's going to go to Montreal because his ex, um, his agent is now the GM. Oh, oh, yeah, that's right. I mean, like Bergeron's like he's what thirty-eight this year, something or thirty-nine. Like he's yeah, he's going to be captain for like two years, and he's going to move on. But Dave, no, back- going back to the point though, they. Vegas having this two, two trades now, I think that's a win-win for both teams. And now they have that reputation of like, hey, the other team's not going to get screwed with this trade too. That gives them an enti- being an enticing partner because they know that, hey, we're going to give you a fair deal for what you're going to give us. Yeah. You know what I mean? So and uh, it's, it, it's a good reputation to have, I think. So random stat before we close up for the night here is, uh, Dave, I saw a stat somewhere that um, – Mark Stone is the number one takeaways per game stat out of anybody in the league. It's, I believe, in history. And mm-hmm. number really? two was uh, Pavel Datsyuk. Pavel Datsyuk. Yeah, that's, that doesn't surprise me at all. I mean, yeah, that's why that's, he. That's why he. That's why he was Mister Selkie before Bergeron became Mister Selkie. But, yeah, but, but it's crazy that Mark Stone has a higher takeaway rate per game than he does because he, like you said, is Mister Selkie. But no, Mark Stone's not going to go into Selkie because he's a winger. They'll, they'll give him a nod at one one season out of his career, I'm sure. No, because Bergeron's no, never going to retire. That's true. Yeah. He's going to be the Tom Brady of two-way forwards, huh? Oh, my God. Oh, God. I'm talking about Tom Brady. Oh, he's gone now. So, by the way, great football weekend. Four great oh games. Oh, my God. Four great games. 
that I'm Kansas put that City Buffalo game. Holy shit, dude! One of the best games I've ever watched. Holy mm-hmm. shit! Weren't weren't they all like determined by like a, a field goal or a really low? D- no, 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 a coin flip. It was the overtime. <laughs> fuck the overtime for that one. Yeah, yeah. But the weren't they all like the, the, the last like, the last possession? Pretty much. Yeah. Every, Look. Know. And I'm sorry for for any Buffalo fans listening. If there's anybody uh, out there, they listen uh, to us for Eichel. Of course, they're listening. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> I mean, I know that coaching staff is is absolutely really well thought of. That 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 they should have been fired before they got on the tarmac. The fact that you don't pooch it up and make them kill seconds returning it because they're you don't be afraid of a return. Just kick it to the five yard line. Let them kill five seconds. Right. The fact that you play off when they're from the 25 with 13 seconds, they're just trying to get yards into field goal range and you play off soft zone prevent, whatever you want to call it, let them get 20 yards with, uh, with Hill and then do the same thing with eight seconds left. Why you rush anybody just drop 11 people into coverage and don't let them catch the ball. It makes no fucking sense. They like just expected, was- they expected them to run, to run a quarterback draw. Okay. With that's the good, that's the thing right now. I mean, there's 14 seconds left. Hey, look, you know, one thing to add on that, Patrick Holmes can never let a woman tell him that he does 13 seconds isn't long enough to score. That's right. <laughs> look, at it. 13 seconds is plenty. I, I just look, I mean, I feel terrible for Buffalo fans because that was, it, I mean, obviously it's still football, a lot of things can happen, but that was the Super Bowl. That was the best game that you're going to see. That was the team that won that, that plays the Bengals. I'm sorry for Bengals fans. Look, you guys got no fucking chance. Sorry, Brian. And then, you got the NFC West to – I mean, how is San Francisco? Nick Floor, one of our buddies from San Jose, has literally shit on Jimmy G the entire <laughs> fucking year. And they're in the in, they're in the NFC Championship game, and he's still uh, – he's, I'm sure he's going back deleting tweets going, nope, I never shit on Jimmy G. <laughs> literally the entire fucking year shit on Jimmy G going, we need Trey Lance. You can't pick Trey Lance out of a room of fucking one, and you're in the NFC Championship game. Be happy, you fuck. Jimmy G literally is that memes like – I've done my job. You didn't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, me, I'm rooting for Matt Stafford. So look at look at Georgia. Look at look. They just won the national championship with Stetson fucking Bennett. Dude hasn't thrown a touchdown pass since high school. Hey, listen, they just won the national championship game. Tim Tebow won a, cha- a, a championship. Okay, anybody can do it. <laughs> hey, but I can't remember his name all, so I can picture him. But you know the Baltimore Ravens years ago. When they won the Super oh, Trent Bowl, Trent 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 Dilfer, yes, Trent Trent Dilfer, yes. <laughs> this has become a football podcast. I'm like, hold I'm on, done. hold on. I saw the greatest thing I've ever seen. Fucking Jake Delhomme had four playoff playoff wins since like whatever it was like in the nineties or whatever. He's got more playoff wins than the fucking Dallas oh, Cowboys. Yeah. Like, <laughs> if you would have sat me in a room and said, "Hey, how many wins does Jake? How many playoff wins does he have?" I could get to like one or two because I know that he was on those Carolina teams. Yeah. He's got four. He's got Dude, four. Well, he's Mark, Mark Sanchez has four. It's more like, <laughs> but Mister Butt Fumble has four. Okay, Tim so, Tebow right. has. Playoff one. victories. He has one. He's got one. He's got one. He's got one. He's got one. The Cowboys are, are seriously the Maple Leafs yes. of football, aren't they? No, no they've won. Yeah, they are the Maple Leafs. Huh? They are the Maple Leafs of football. But the Cow, yeah, the Cowboys have won in the nineties, right? Like they, yeah, it's, it, was, it was color. It was color TV. You could watch it live when they did it. <laughs> I, I get it. It's still a lot. The, the, the comparison is still there. It's still a long time ago. They can't. They always show in modern history. They always choke in the playoffs. You can't get past the first round. <laughs> Uh, their fans always expect more from the team and always gets disappointed. Blue, blue and white, everything, all the comparisons are there. They are, so they are, they are pretty much. And the they're, they're, they're media. The, they're the favorite of the media. They're like the media darlings. It's it, it, America's and Canada's team. Yeah, America and Canada's team, quote unquote. They have the 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 three offensive juggernaut that never does anything in the playoffs with Matthews. Tavares and Marner, and they got Cooper, Elliot, and Dak. I mean, making all that money. It's it's fucking it's it's they're the Maple Leafs. Well, so here's right, the thing. Carl about, is loving this. That's it. I am. I do. This is this is well, let's let's think about how how many Super Bowls they've been versus how many Stanley Cups. And if you do that like based on how many cups yes, or rings have been won exactly. in the league, it's about relative. So yeah, yeah, they really are the Maple Leafs of football. Yeah. 
Yeah. No, see, a lot of people don't know. That, I hope a lot of people know this by now that as much as I, do, I dislike San Jose, some of the rivals we have in the NHL, the Cowboys is a different level <laughs> for me, man. I fucking hate the Cowboys. I despise them. I fucking lived in Oklahoma in the fucking early 2000s when fucking Bill Parcells came. And oh my God, every year it was, they're going to the Super Bowl. I fucking hate the Cowboys. The Cowboys fans, they all fucking <laughs> yeah. suck. I, look, they deserve everything bad that'll ever happen to that franchise. Yeah. I hate the Cowboys because everyone growing up kept asking me, hey, are you related to Troy? Fuck off. <laughs> hey, be nice to be nice to Troy. XOU quarterback went to UCLA. Come on, man. Be nice to Troy. He's got All his right. own fucking beer now. Like how that like what the fuck is this? Like, okay, Troy Aikman, thanks for thanks for having a fucking beer. But anyway, to wrap on the on the football talk, I think that was in our lifetime, I'm 38, the greatest weekend of call or of, of NFL football you'll ever see. All four games, playoff games, came down to the final possession. They were all won on the last play of the game. Mm -hmm. That will never happen again. It was fucking amazing. 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 My 43 years, I would have to agree with that. Or my 33, yes. 33? I don't know what a football is. (laughs) Yeah, I know. They they should have cut to that. (laughs) Don't the Cowboys have an eagle on their helmet? Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's offensive, sir. I, I did, yeah, they, they do after the Eagles beat the shit out of them. I did watch the Tom Brady documentary on uh, on ESPN just because I was curious. I you know I vaguely followed the Patriots just growing up there, but you like, just wanted to see it. You just wanted to see a beautiful human being for an hour a night. I, I wanted to I wanted to hear like what his backstory is because he gets so much like shit talking in the press, and then you listen to how dedicated he is to the game, and you're like, oh shit, this guy. Oh yeah, nobody. Yeah, he hardcore. My, my favorite thing is whoever runs his social media. The Golden Knights need to go hire. Right? Like, no, no, hire the SKA guy. I don't care who the Vegas Golden Knights hire. To bring this back to hockey, our social media team is the fucking worst. Buddy, my five year old daughter could put more fucking coherent thoughts than these fucking idiots. It's bad. Nikki's tweeting about Adele. I'm like, stop it. Stop it. Yeah, nobody fucking cares about Adele. I swear to God, if I see another one of those, I'm just going to fucking report it as harassment (laughs) (laughs) to Adele. It's bad. It's, oh, our man. social media has gone. I, it was, they built it the right way, obviously. Now that guy's long gone. Dan, I forgot his name. He's up in, I think he's. Dan Marazzo. Yeah. He, not, he's, I think the first one ever was also pretty bad. Uh, and then they replaced him and then got better. And then now it's, I don't know what's going on now. Whoever was like most of the first season was fine. Like, and then yeah. since the, whoever. Uh, again, it, it's got to be nepotism. It's got to be like somebody's granddaughter or something. Because I swear to God, half the time they think they're on their own fucking Twitter account and they just start tweeting from the Golden Knights accounts. Like, nobody cares about Adele. Do you think you're on your own account asking her to come to Vegas? Like, shut the fuck up. All right. <laughs> oh, man. On that, we should be done. And yeah, Vegas okay. got two more, two more games this week against – I mean, this fucking – this four-game road trip was as bad as it's going to get, and you start with back-to-backs. You, now you, you go to Florida, on it. and then, then you go to Tampa Bay. So that's going to be – try to get another point out of these next two games, and it's a successful trip. I mean, I already think – even if they come back with three, hey, it's not the end of the world. Like, I, realistically, they could have come back with fucking zero or one. I mean, this yeah. was a rough road trip. If they come back with five, I'm going to be ecstatic. If they come back with seven, I will be like, holy shit. I'm happy, I'm, four. Uh, I'm happy at four, but I, I will be over the moon. And then they time. come back and play Buffalo and then a little bit of a break. Then Colorado. And then Calgary. And then Colorado. I mean, you know, that's a cakewalk. <laughs> All right. Well, that one's not going to be easy. And then, <laughs> and then it's LA. The makeup games in Canada. Yeah, they have the makeup games in Canada. Back to back. Yeah, you go, back ba- back. you go you go yep. Buffalo, you get a week off, then you go back to back Edmonton, Calgary, then you get a week off, and then you go at home, Colorado and the Kings. Uh, and then you go at the Sharks, and you get four games off, and then at uh, Arizona. Yep. And, then and then Colorado you, again. You finish November with and then San Jose right after that. Whatever wherever the hell we are. You finish uh you see November. November. <laughs> you, see November. <laughs> you finish February. Where the fuck am I? Oh man. All right, guys. Well, November. Hey, I, I know we wanted COVID to go away, Eric, but like it's 
hopefully going to get better this year. We don't want it to be November. It is amazing. We are, forget, I mean, we're two years into this fucker. In March, March is going to be two goddamn years. I mean, just. Yeah, I I think we should just all reset the clock to 2019 and just start 2020 over. Mm. Fuck it. I don't know. This is my theory when COVID started that we're going to start over from year one. Like, it's post COVID. It's uh, Pete. Uh, Instead PC. of 80, yeah. you, yeah. year one PC. Yeah, year one PC. Yeah. All right. You say? On that note, uh, we will be back in the next probably couple Month? of weeks. We'll, we'll, we'll talk to you sometime in February. <laughs> November. Do you mean November? Do you mean November? <laughs> I mean, it's the 25th of January. We're, we just recorded in the middle of the week. We're not recording on Sunday after two more road games. No, we'll talk to you in November. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk to you sometime. <laughs> Sometime after they play uh, Buffalo. <laughs> That's the title of this this podcast, by the way, is we'll talk to you in November. Why are you so pissy? <laughs> <laughs> because we'll talk to you in November. Yeah, right. we're probably well, Sunday the 6th would be my guess. Yeah, we could we could go over what we saw at the All-Star game and stuff like that. Yeah. Fe- yeah. February February's going to be guys, I don't even I don't want to get not that Buzzes around the only one gets his uh, hopes up, but uh, we're not going to record a lot. <laughs> when I and like I keep telling schedule, you guys, life happens. Get over it. Yeah, as I went over the schedule and said week off, a couple games, week off. Yeah, we're not we're not recording every week. So. Yeah, and, and it's a this is more know. monthly nightly as, as the as the guy chirp Carlo on uh, on Reddit. <laughs> they should call it monthly nightly instead of weekly. Yeah, yeah there was a tweet about that the other day too. We did hey. to put the pulse out. Hey, when we first started this podcast, me and Andrew specifically said this is neither nightly nor weekly. Yep. <laughs> and uh, and you know what? Like we're a free podcast. All the money that we get from any kind of ads mentioning DraftKings and signing up for that and all that is, uh, you know, put oh, back to give away tickets and cool shit. So like, yeah, yeah. Did we have a? Did we have that? But we just have- did. I just said oh, yeah. perfect. Just oh, perfect. All right, it's good. Right there. Check mark. There All we right, go. I, go. Just, I just snuck it in there, so we're good now. Um, <laughs> we got the list. Right, so, anyways, we'll be back in a in a couple of weeks. We'll talk about the All Star Game. We'll let you know what we saw there and uh, all the cool shit that happened. So, uh, tune in in a couple of weeks for uh, annual nightly podcast. Thanks. Peace. Are you so busy, Leon? <laughs>